grace to you, peace from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. For just a moment, I want you to think about a glove. A glove is nothing until our fingers get into it. It can't do anything by itself. But when our, our fingers get into it, it can do many things. It can perform what it should supposed to do. We can understand that it is not the glove, but our hand that acts. When our fingers get into it, it can get strength. It can be functional and also do various things. A Christian life is like the glove. And this brings us to Romans chapter 8. In last week's reading, Paul explained how the Holy Spirit works in us and that believers received the Holy Spirit. Thus, they are children of God and fellow heirs with Jesus Christ. In today's reading, as we have heard, Paul discusses how the Holy Spirit brings us to our coming glory. And what I want to do today is talk about our present situation, a situation that often we experience suffering. And then I want to talk about three things that the Holy Spirit does to change this situation. First, the Holy Spirit makes us God's children. And even though we suffer, we suffer differently. Second, the Holy Spirit brings us to our hope as we wait for Jesus. And third, the Holy Spirit teaches us how to pray. But first, let us look at our present situation, that the situation that we often experience suffering. And Paul understood this situation well. As we may know, he was imprisoned, shipwrecked, became hungry and thirsty, poorly clothed, and even condemned to death. And while we may not experience the same thing as he experienced because of sin, because we are living in the broken world, we may suffer a lot of sufferings in our life. We are vulnerable to diseases. We grieve the days of family members or relatives. We struggle stress. And we long for the day, sicknesses, pain, and problems will not impact us. C.S. Lewis, who is known in our 
circle reflected on these things. After the death of his wife, he wrote a whole book about suffering. And he said this, this writing of a man who will not accept the fact that there is nothing we can do with suffering except to suffer it. Whoever we are, we are as weak as the glove is. The good news is God gives us his spirit. And that changes the way we suffer until he completes our redemption. And so, as we begin, I had simply invite you to, to, cons to consider this. What is troubling you right now? How are you suffering? Do you have any physical pain? Are you frustrated because no one listens to you? Whatever it is, whatever the situation you are in, Paul points us to the future glory that God has for us. Listen to what Paul says. The sufferings of this present time are not worth compared to be revealed in us. And it is the Holy Spirit who reveals these things. And so, let us look the three things that to make these things happen. And the first thing is this. The Holy Spirit gives us confidence that we are children of God. You see, we were once children of wrath that we follow our own desires, our own sinful acts, but now we are God's children through faith in Jesus Christ. As a result, we suffer differently because we are belong to him. A pastor named Witness Lee said this. A number of times my doctor has said in a mocking way, since you are so religious, why don't you go to your God instead of coming to me? Sometimes, he said, sometimes when doctors have spoken to me in this way, I have said nothing. At other times, I said to them, yes, today my body is the same as yours. And it requires physical examination and medical care. But I have something that you don't have. You know what? That something is the Holy Spirit. You see, we suffer differently because we have the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit leads us. The Holy Spirit cares for us. And the Holy Spirit listens to us. 
The Holy Spirit gives us confidence that we are children of God. And so, first, the Holy Spirit gives us confidence that we are children of God. And second, the Holy Spirit brings us to our hope as we are waiting for the coming glory with Jesus Christ. Jesus told us that he would return one day. Before Jesus was crucified, he told to his disciples that he was going to leave. But he was not going to leave them alone. He was going to send the Holy Spirit to them until he returned that one day. We have hope that we will be with him forever. And as we long for the everlasting home, the Holy Spirit directs our hope to him, to the will be returned Jesus. In today's reading, Paul reminds us that our future glory exceeds our current situation. It exceeds our temporary afflictions. That is why he tells us that it is like the child birth. Mothers know how that painful is. But with the pain, with this current pain, even though they are in pain, they have hope, a joyful expectation of a child, momentary. But the glory that we are waiting for is eternal and unchanging. And so, we may groan as non-Christians groan, but we look forward a time that we may be glorified with Jesus Christ. And we look forward that the time, all of our pains, all of our sufferings, all of our afflictions will be removed and our salvation will be completed. And so first, the Holy Spirit gives us confidence that we are children of God. And second, the Holy Spirit directs us to the hope that God prepared for us, the return of Jesus Christ. And third, the Holy Spirit helps us to pray. You see, while we are waiting for Jesus Christ, one way that we can deal with our suffering is prayer. And when we struggle to know the words that help us to, to pray, we don't know how to say it and how to pray it, but the Holy Spirit who dwells in us helps us in those gaps. During our inarticulate groanings, the Spirit intercedes for us. He knows the request 
that we ourselves do not know to pray. This reminds me of a story that happened several years ago. Shortly moving to the United States, my father passed away. I felt bad, and this news was painful. It was painful because I hadn't talked to him since I moved to this country. It was painful because my mom died a couple of years before he died. It was terribly painful. My grief was deep, so deep I can't cry for a few days. I panicked. It doesn't seem real to me, and I lost hope. But one night, I knelt and tried to pray. My intention was to ask for strength and comfort. But I don't know what to say. What I, I knew is that my mouth was moving, but no words came out. I stayed for a long in silence. And then I cried for the first time since I heard his days. And the next day, I was totally comforted. Brothers and sisters who were coming to me and, you know, asking me and uh, who brought comforting word, and they surprised because the thing is, they were new before a couple days was changed. No crying, no murmuring, no grief. God removed my pain. Sometimes we don't know what to pray, but in all situations, the Spirit prays for us and also give us the ability to pray. We may face different infirmities. Yes, because we are living in the broken world, we are vulnerable to diseases, social and economic challenges, and many anxieties. But for those of in faith, for us, God gave us his spirit. The Holy Spirit helps us in our doubts, in our weaknesses. And so, are you tired of struggling and many sufferings? Do you ask so many whys because you lost? Do you have doubts and pains in your life? Are you struggling with chronic illnesses? Be courageous. The Holy Spirit is with you. He directs you to Jesus. He prays on your behalf. And the Holy Spirit comforts and empowers you to live the new life that 
God gave to you through Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit brings us to the coming glory that God prepared for us. The Holy Spirit works in our life daily. The Holy Spirit is with us until the return of Jesus Christ that he promised for all believers. Thanks be to God who sent the Holy Spirit to us. Amen.